It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas Everywhere you go Take a look at the five and ten You're listening to the number one podcast for Olive Branch and Eastern DeSoto County. This is OB Pod. A lot like Christmas. On deck for today, guys, we've got a little change. We're not going to be doing your local news. We're going to do a special Christmas edition. It's going to be a rundown of the top 10 Christmas movies in history. Of course, we're going to have our normal dad jokes, but we're going to spice yeah. in some Christmas versions in there. That's right. We've got a motivational message that kind of goes into par with uh, New Year's resolutions coming up, yeah. as well as some random facts and stories you'd likely to know. Also, Christmas edition. Christmas edition. And then the main course of the event is going to be we got Coach Dustin Hectorn on the podcast, and we asked on the, the question... Why are you leaving? And boy, tune in for that one. He lets us know the the dirty, the skinny, whatever you want to call it uh, for the show. But T, as always, man, this is our last episode for this year of 2023. 2023 um, is you know, over. I always say, it, man, hey, how's your week been? But let's change it up. How was, how's your year been, man? Oh, gosh. It just depends on what part you want to focus on. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, we, we, we went through catastrophe of eye surgery. Mississippi State, you know, hit the wall yeah. and terrible. And, you know, just a lot of stuff went kind of sideways for you that are kind of important to you. But overall, well, yeah. what, you, what you got for me? Well, here, here's the deal. Here, here's the end of the day, okay? I, I, I'm not blind, right? Amen. Uh, my, uh, my back is somewhat better. Uh, I, overall, my health is good. Uh, uh, I'm employed. I'm, I'm able to meet my obligations and do some things that I like to do. I have a wonderful wife and daughter who love and care about me despite my, my shortcomings and failures. And numerous flaws. And, yes. uh, yeah, and numerous flaws. And I have good close friends that I keep in touch with and, and like to talk with and, and hang with, uh, from time to time. So, uh, and, uh, you know, we're celebrating Christmas, which is the birth of Christ. And if it weren't for him, then I'd be one lost soul here today. So I think I'm in pretty good shape. I think I've had a pretty good year. What about you? Um, T, man, I uh, I can say the same stuff, man. I'm, I'm blessed. You know, there's yeah. been some up and downs this year. You know, I, sure. uh, you know that I've been seeking uh, new adventures and new goals in life. I, yep. I, I yep. took my, wife, my family on a big trip this year, which was magical. Uh, we Huge. have started to, uh, you know, a new business venture and I got great news Friday. That was, you know, um, that, you know, that that is going to move forward. I got permission from the, the right. county we live in and I'm pretty excited about that. <clears throat> and, um, and like you said, I've got, I've got good friends. I've got great family. Um, I'm, I'm blessed every day and, uh, it, it it's, it's good. It's good. And I'm, I'm not going to complain anyway. It wouldn't do you any good anyway. You know what I mean? So, oh, yeah, yeah. so uh, I'm good. And, uh, it is just an extra, it's an extra treat that I get to talk to one of my best friends here on the podcast and get to listen to people and give information to people who enjoy and a compliment on us on it. And, uh, so it means a lot. And so I'm really thankful for our listeners. And everybody who yep. tunes into us Absolutely. at Pod, it, it means the world to us that we're able to do this because y'all enjoy it. And, uh, you know, don't ever hesitate to email us or message us on Twitter or Facebook and let us know, hey, you know what, I'd like you to change this or add that or, hey, I like this, don't like that. We are, we're all about for our fans and people who listen. We want to do what makes you happy and enjoy the show. And so don't ever hesitate to send us a message. We'd really, really appreciate it. You know, people, people, are, people are busy all the time. Yeah. Not just this time of year, but all the time as well. So... To those that take the time to listen 
to a lot of my stupidity <laughs> each week that as I contribute to this show. Uh, thanks for your time. I mean, you've got millions of different things that you could spend this anywhere from 35 minutes to an hour, depending on what all we have to talk about each week to this. And, you know, we really appreciate it. We, 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 we appreciate people listening to us and, and being a part of us and, and, and communicating with us because we really want to do what our listeners ask for. No doubt. We appreciate it. And tell you, there's three people I want to say thank you before we go any farther. And number one, these are the three sponsors. Sponsors now. I mean, you can say they're yeah. advertisers, but no. They actually put their money up to help get this show off the ground before right. it ever started. It wasn't about the advertising. They believed in the message. They wanted to help comp- improve the community. And that is Brian Couch. And guys, we talk about him mm-hmm. every week as being our realtor friend who handles everything real estate needs. And so if you're somebody out there who's a, who needs a realtor, I'm telling you with my whole heart that you are you do not want to deal with anyone else if you're in the market for somebody other than Brian. He really does a good job. He's, he's, he's going to tell you the truth. And sometimes it might be a hard truth, but when you're dealing with a realtor, you need to have that. And so if you really right. want to talk to him, go to Team Couch. Also, I want to talk about Russ Sneed. That is over at Hatcher Landscape. Guys, they have yep. been with us since day one. Great we folks. have tried to promote them because they're constantly looking for new people to hire. It's a fantastic company right here in Olive Branch, and they have been with us since day one, and I can't thank Russ enough for his support of this podcast. I also want to say thanks to Spence Rodman, and that is of Rodman Properties, guys. They have been with us since day one, and they're the ones who buy houses that are in bad shape, you know, foreclosures, whatever you want to call it, and they turn them around and sell them to improve the community or turn them into rentals, but they're a local company, so it's not one of those bad chains. And those those three guys right there have been with us since day one. And I want to say, I hope you three have an amazing, amazing Merry Christmas with you and your families. And thank you again for giving us the gift to be able to produce yep. this podcast Thanks, uh, for our community. It really means a lot. T, what's our weather looking like going into our final week of this year? Well, the final week of 2023 is not too much different, actually, than this past week that we had. It might be a little cooler uh, Monday and Tuesday this week. Uh, lows are going to be down in, you know, 25 uh, Sunday night into Monday morning and, and freezing on Tuesday morning when you wake up. Uh, but temperatures start to rise a little bit in the mid to, mid to upper 50s throughout the week. Uh, clouds are going to be coming in throughout the week and pretty good chance for showers. Uh, Saturday and Sunday, but hopefully it'll hold off during the most important time, like Sunday night and Monday, you yeah. know, when Santa Claus is coming <coughs> to town. Right. You know what I mean, right? You don't want yeah. Santa Claus slip on that roof. That'd be, that'd be bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah but not, not, not too bad. Not too bad. No, that's good. That's good. Appreciate that, brother. Yeah, man. Rocking around the Christmas tree at the Christmas party hop. Well, all right, guys. Well, you know, we said we weren't going to be doing any local news this week. You know, bottom line is, is that, you know what, we talked about the light garden. If you hadn't gone, go on out there. It's awesome. But really, we want to get into more of the Christmas edition of our show. And of course, that means we need to talk about what are the top 10 Christmas movies in history. Now, this right here was a tough one because, of course, everybody's got their own opinions of what great movies are, what's the best, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. So we decided to go to IMDb. 
Okay, International Movie Database, and this goes on to more where they incorporate your critic reviews, your user reviews, view reviews, sales, everything. There's a giant metric they put in place yeah. that, that signifies what are the top Christmas movies of all time. Okay, and I'm going to tell you something. This list is going to surprise you in a lot mm. of ways because there's one on here that is a huge debate of whether or not it's even a Christmas movie at all. You just gave it away. Man, yeah, yeah. All right, here we go. Number 10. This is the 1984 classic Gremlins. Boo. <laughs> Boo. Oh, come on. Don't be bothered. I was in high school in 1984, and even then, guess what? <laughs> Boom. Whatever. I was four, and when I got to watch it when I was eight, it scared the bejesus out of me, okay? Yeah. Yeah, Merry Christmas. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Number nine, not really surprised about this one. Not my favorite movie. No. You know, it's one of those things where I can watch Will Ferrell one time, and I'll enjoy it, but I cannot repeat watching. Yeah. You know, like that. I got you. Nine, the 2003 movie Elf comes in at number nine. Now, I'm going to tell you, I got to tell you this. When this movie came out, I, I took my wife and daughter when it was in the theater, theater, and I was heavily, heavily, heavily disappointed in it. It was not at all what I thought it was going to be. I thought I was going to come out with my side splitting because of Will Ferrell, and it was a great disappointment. And then it came out on TV a couple of years later, and there was nothing else on one, one evening. And so I put it on, and you know, it has become actually the number one movie in my household. It is now a tradition that every Thanksgiving night, that has to be the first Christmas movie of the season. How about that? How about and that? I've already seen it twice. I, I just think it's hilarious. Well, there you I, I go. Just, I, I missed it the first time, but now- you change your heart. Yeah. I hear you. Change your heart. All right. Number eight. This is the 1947 classic, Miracle on 34th Street. This is a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. I really like and And I'm going to tell you, Maureen O'Hara, that's a classy chick right there, folks. There you go. There you just go. Just look at her. You don't have to even watch, even understand the story. Just keep your eyes on her. <laughs> I smell crush. Yeah. That's right. All right. Number seven, <laughs> 1983 classic, A Christmas Story. <laughs> One of my favorites of all times. My wife literally hates this movie and refuses to watch it. So I, I, I don't stream it or anything leading up to Christmas. And normally uh, on Christmas Eve night, you know, they show it 24 hours on TBS oh, yeah. and TNT. And so normally once she, once she uh, falls asleep a little early like she normally does on Christmas Eve night, that's when I get to watch it. <laughs> so, but I love that movie. I hear you. I've loved it for years. Number six is my all-time favorite of all Christmas movies. A great this one. This is my tradition movie. We watch this movie every single Christmas Eve. It is guaranteed it'll be on. Yeah. We watch it from start to finish, the whole family, and I laugh just as much as I did the first time I saw it is this, <laughs> as the 800th time that I've seen it, and that is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, which came out in this 1989. 
Yes, sir. But, uh, that, that, that is a classic. Uh, to me, my favorite part is when the lights finally come on and the music behind him <laughs> and his face and he starts crying. <laughs> I think that's hilarious. There's you know, so many one-liners would, in that movie. Oh my I God. would love to see. I, you know, we've never done it. I'd love to watch this movie with you sometime. I bet you we, we, oh, we would die God. laughing. Look, this movie is so beloved. <laughs> Our school does a, you know, like a 10 or 12 days of Christmas. One of the yeah. days is just dress up as a character from this movie. And you'd be oh, surprised. Right it has That's one of the great. greatest participations of people who just I absolutely bet. love it. It's just fantastic. Oh, people of all age love it. Number five, the 1964 TV movie. TV movie. Yeah. Now. Made for Rudolph TV, baby. the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Absolutely. Classic. No, no surprise there. Number four, another favorite of mine in my childhood, mm. the 1990 mm. classic Home Alone. Not bad. Oh, I, I, I enjoyed it. It was a good movie. There are parts of it pretty funny, I yes, guess. Yes, it does. Yeah. All right. Nineteen no, Number three, the 1951 classic Christmas Carol. I've seen it once. It just doesn't, you know, I'm. it's a little distance I, for me. I've seen this version before. I, there are... I've seen many versions of this before. This one is, is not, the 51 version. It's not one of my favorites. The 38 version, it's an hour and six minutes long. What I like about it, it has Reginald Owen, uh, is Scrooge and that. It's, it's, it's short and it's to the point, but it's well made. Uh, Disney's A Christmas Carol, Jim Carrey's version, believe it or not, to me is one of the, one of the best ones that's out there. Right. I, I I really enjoy that one, and then I saw one with uh, uh, Captain Kurt. What's his name? Patrick Stewart. Mm-hmm. Is that his name? Yes. Yeah, I saw I saw the vision with him uh, the other night on TNT, and I and I enjoyed that one. I really did. This this if this specific version is is listed on here, then I'm kind of surprised. <laughs> you said Captain Kurt. That's William Shatner. Well, I mean, right. whoever it and, is, uh, Picard, Captain Picard, Picard is, yeah, that's it. Is your boy? Yeah, I know some yeah. just some Trekkie fans well, are old. like, "How dare you?" I'm getting, I'm getting old. <laughs> the shocker, the shocker, ladies and gentlemen. Number yeah. two is 1988 release. Skeptical or not? Die Hard is considered the second uh, best Christmas movie according shoot. to IMDb. <laughs> Rated R. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I mean, nobody else wants to see Hans Gruber thrown off the, the tower right. at the end, baby, and say Merry Christmas. <laughs> it's about time. That's right. Santa's coming to town, oh, baby. I swear. Fantastic. Uh, Fantastic, <laughs> man. I do have to say, I do enjoy watching Die Hard during Christmas. I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah. And now it's going to have a little more sentimental value hearing what's happened to Bruce Willis. You know, it's so sad. Oh, yeah. You know, that he's got that very specific type of dementia that's come in. And and I don't know if you've seen any of the videos. His daughter, Rumor, has posted some videos. And it's sad. The guy that's starting to become the shell of what he was. And it's it's just too bad. And this, this one's no surprise. No surprise at all. The number one movie, according to IMDb and across the world, I agree with it. Is it's a Wonderful Life, which came out in 1946. Just an absolutely fantastic movie, and it's quintessential Christmas. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So absolutely. If you've never it's, seen it, take the time with your family and just go watch it. You'll be thankful you, you did. Need it. You need about two hours and twenty minutes, uh, commercial free. But I want to tell you, it's it's a it's a it's a great two hours and twenty minutes. It really is. I just I just saw it yesterday. I mean, it's it's, it's it. really really worth it, guys. It's really, it is. Really it's worth a great it. movie. 
All right, so number two was a shocker. Yep. And uh, let's see, number uh, and, no, and number 10 to me, those were the two big shockers. Yeah, and you know. Gre- I, Gremlins and Die Hard. <laughs> you know, some, like one of the other Christmas movies I really, really enjoy, which I don't think it should be a top 10 by any means, but I really enjoy Bill Murray's Scrooged. Scrooge. I really yeah. enjoy that as a Christmas movie. That's I enjoy a, a good flick. comedy for Christmas, if that yeah. makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, don't get wrong. It's a wonderful life and all that stuff. That, that has its place. Um, but yeah. at Christmas time, you know, you want to laugh and giggle and love during your Christmas holidays. And those movies yeah. bring me the most joy, yeah. you know. So I think yeah. it's pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Well, guys, I hope you all enjoyed our top 10 Christmas list according to IMDb. Have a holly jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year I don't know if there'll be snow But have a cup of cheese Well guys, you know, it wouldn't be our normal show if we did not have some dad jokes. However, this week we are going to do dad jokes Christmas style. Now, Christmas of course, I'm going to go ahead and warn you. Christmas dad jokes. You can only imagine how these are going to go. And so I have not just a few. I have numerous. And we're going to blow through them really, really fast. But we're going to have some good times with it. Because, as always, this is brought to you by our good friend, Allie Edgelolly, over at Alpha Insurance, guys. If you want an early Christmas gift, go call and get a quote right now. Okay. Nothing says love like an insurance policy. That's right, baby. You know, well, just it make you feel warm <laughs> to right. know that you're protected. Sure. You know, you're insured, safe and secure. You know, that's right. I just promise you, he's going to save you money. And look, I'm, if you're like us, your wallet's empty. You know, like I keep a picture of my family right. in my wallet, so it reminds me why I'm broke all the time. You know, and <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, guys, if, seriously, if you want to save some money and have better coverage on your insurance, go talk to our friend Allie uh, and tell him we said Merry Christmas when you do so. All right, T. Man, are you ready for some dad yeah, joke style let me, let me, Christmas let me give version? This, this, let, me, let me give you this disclaimer. I want everybody to know that every single week when we do these, I have no earthly idea what's coming. Yep. I don't get a preview of these. He hides these from I me. hide them, so you get an honest reaction. So when you hear me laugh, that's honest. When you hear me dead silent, that's honest too. So just so you <laughs> there know, There could be some I, dead I silence no on this one. There could be a lot of dead <laughs> no, silence, but we're going to throw it on there anyway. I got like 15 of them. Here Here we go. Oh, my. Here we go. What do you call Santa when he's on a break? A Santa pause. Oh, gosh. Why does the Grinch enjoy gardening? Why is that? Because he's got a green thumb. Green thumb. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) What's the sheep's favorite Christmas song? Feliz Navidad. Mm. (laughs) Mm. What what's red and bre- bad for your teeth? Yeah. <laughs> a brick. <laughs> I used that last I, week too, by the way. And people I were dying. I told that joke about a dozen times this week, man. I don't know anybody that didn't laugh at that one. That's that's classic. classic Go gold. ahead. All right. <laughs> T, do snow globes ever get scared? Oh Lord, I don't know. Do they? Nah, but occasionally they do get shooken. Oh gosh. <laughs> What did one Christmas tree <laughs> say to the other? What? You need to lighten up. <laughs> Man, this is a tough crowd today, boy. Tough crowd. <laughs> Tell you, why shouldn't you lend money to elves? Oh, Lordy, why is that? Because they're always short. They're always short. Oh, <laughs> gosh. T, did you hear about that Christmas ski trip? Yeah. Which, Started no, off ahead. fine. Boy, it went downhill yeah. fast, let me tell you. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Man, why do snowmen live in the North Pole? Because it's just cool. 
Why shouldn't you trust snowmen? He's struggling, folks. <laughs> Why is that? Because they're always up to snow good. <laughs> See, what did the ocean <laughs> say when the, what did the ocean say when Santa flew over? What? Nothing. It just waved. <laughs> what do reindeer use to decorate their antlers? What's that? Hornaments. Yes. Oh, what? This one's pretty good. What's Santa's favorite candy? <sighs> Don't know. Jolly Ranchers, baby. No. What do elves learn in kindergarten? The alphabet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what does Santa go down? Why does Santa go down the chimney instead of through the front are door? We, are we done yet? <laughs> <laughs> couple more. Couple more. Couple why? Why, why, do, why does it come down the chimney? Because it suits him. <laughs> oh. uh, how do you hire Santa Claus? Hmm. How do you? Put him on a ladder. Mm. Mm. How many Christmas trees can you plant in the ground? All of them. That's correct. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Who's the snowman's favorite rapper? Come on, you know this one. Oh, hold on. Mm. I don't know. Go Ice ahead. Cube, baby. Ice Cube. Cube. Ice Cube, yeah. <laughs> Got it. What kind of music do elves listen to? Hmm. Rap music, baby. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever hear about the anxious snowmen? No, I haven't. Yeah, man. Just need to tell them to chill out. Yeah. Oh. Where do gingerbread <laughs> men sleep? In the oven? I don't know. On cookie sheets. <laughs> <laughs> Why do Christmas trees knit? Why do they what? Why do Christmas trees knit? I don't know. Because they keep dropping their needles. Oh. <laughs> that was... <laughs> Well, Are these going to get better? <laughs> Why is Santa so good at karate? Uh, I don't know. Why am I? Because he's got a black belt. That's what I'm talking about. Oh. <laughs> Last two, T. Last two. Oh, what Thank does goodness. Santa use to clean his sleigh? Mm. I don't know. Comet. Mm. Oh, gosh, man. <laughs> Last hey, one. reindeer. Why does Santa <laughs> use GPS? Why is that? Because he doesn't want to be a lost clause. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have the same caliber as our brick joke, but it's y'all, all y'all, in good y'all, humor. <laughs> y'all tune in. Y'all tune in next year, would you? <laughs> yeah, please, please, <laughs> please. <laughs> Chestnuts roasting on an open fire Jack Frost nipping at your nose 
All right, guys, it's time for our motivational message of the week, or should I say the last one for the year of 2023. And like I said earlier, guys, um, this is kind of a two-part deal. You know, we're going into the new year, and so it's one of those things. But I want to say thank you uh, to Tim and A-plus Heating and Air Conditioning Service, guys. They have been a great advertiser and sponsor of the show here recently. Um, and if you're, a pump, if you're somebody who needs any kind of work on an HVAC system, heating and air, anything like that, I can just tell you, go to their Facebook page at A-plus Heating and Air conditioning service and you will see testimony after testimony how great they are um truly a great family um i got the privilege of working with his son at our high school just great people uh, just seriously if you need somebody you can trust to take care of your hvac needs go check out tim and his company you won't regret it but guys uh, as i said our motivational message uh, this is something i've dealt with personally i think t is as well we've talked we talk yep. off the mic and stuff is, is that you know, we're going to the end of the year. This is a time where a lot of New Year's resolutions start popping up in your mind. Things you start thinking about how can you change your life going into the new year. You know, it's one of the most common things to do. And um, and fortunately, relationships is one of them. And I think this audio is short and to the point, uh, but it is so true. And so uh, I can look forward to playing it. So let's go to it now. Daily reminder: I don't know who needs to hear this, but you do not have to rebuild every relationship with everyone you've forgiven just because you're at peace does not mean that they are not still toxic it would be hard for me to imagine that nobody has experienced anything like that before but for me i i guess some people you you have expectations where something when something like that happens you're really not so much surprised um but I think the times when when you do experience something like that, what hurts the most is that, unfortunately, it's people you're closest to when they do things like that, it, you know, and not just friends or neighbors, even even family members, you know. And I think sometimes because you get so close with a family member or even a, a very good friend that when things like that happen. Uh, people kind of take advantage of the situation of the relationship that you have with that person and feel like, well, I can treat them a little differently. They're they're just going to automatically forgive me. And, you know, you can forgive somebody, but that doesn't mean you got to hang around them anymore either. Right. You know what I mean? No doubt. You don't want to, you don't want to hang around somebody being toxic all the time, no. regardless of how, how much you care for them. And that's hard to do. Yeah. T, you're, you're preaching, man, because, um, that is something that's happened to me two or three times this year. I have come to the realization and I've really kind of made a vow to myself and my family. Um, mm -hmm. My wife, who is beyond me, you talk about somebody who has definitely outkicked his coverage of having her in my mm -hmm. life and why yeah. she sticks with me, I have no idea. But she is a special soul to me and I love her more than anything. And she reminds me all the time, you know, that what's most important is right in front of you. And, mm -hmm. um, and I can't thank her enough for that. And a lot of times we, we seek relationships and friendships and different things that really we desire to want to be what we think they should be when the reality of it is you've got the best ones right in front of you. And then when you find out that because you're trying to maintain or build or rebuild those relationships, that you're just bringing yourself down. Yeah. Or you're making yourself miserable. And, and yeah. I can tell you from honest experience um, that my wife and I had some absolute best friends in the world. And we learned the hard way that that relationship was one-sided. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, 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 don't, sure. I don't blame them at all. You know, that you know, everybody has their lives. They live their own way. Uh, I've got a very, very close family member, same situation. You know, I love them to death and, but, uh, you know, but, but our relationship is only toxic if we, if we continue the way we are. And so I've made peace with it and just moved on and, you know, I'm happy for him and, and, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just not something I desire to be around much anymore. And, and so, and I've come to an inner peace with that and it's allowed me to focus more on what. I do know is right in front of me and what who do care for me and doesn't make me feel bad or I know I'm not going to be disappointed or anything like that. And I'm a better person for it. And since I've started that and I've started telling other people that it's amazing Mm -hmm. how it's kind of come a little contagious that people Mm -hmm. understand it's okay to distance yourself from people that you somewhat thought you weren't supposed to. You know what I mean? And that's been the hardest thing to learn is understand is that, you know, you have one life here. And, uh, you know, you live it to, to your fullest. You shouldn't be living in misery because that's what other people expect of you. You know what I mean? Or right. what you think should be right. expected. So um, if there's one thing I can tell you guys that going into the end of this year, looking into next year, evaluate yourself, evaluate your relationships, evaluate what's important, and, you know, make some, make some tough decisions. But I promise you, when it's all said and done, you're going to thank yourself and you're going to be better for it. You know, and so we hope you all enjoyed that motivational message as always. And now it's time for the Christmas edition of Random Facts, Stories You Likely Didn't Know, brought to you by our old, old, old friends at Old Town Fitness. If you're looking for a non-typical gym, especially come January 1st, yeah, really. <laughs> that teaches us, yeah, tell me about it. It teaches all of its people that come in and want to work out and get healthy and get in shape. It teaches everyone there. Always in a friendly group atmosphere, no pressure, no judgment. Uh, look, if that's what you're looking for, that's the place where you need to go. Go check them out. Meet the owners there. They want to help you reach your goals every time you show up there. They're located at 9045 Highway 178 in Olive Branch. They're open Monday through Friday, 5 a.m. to noon and 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Saturdays, 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. And on clothes, oh, yeah, the clothes on Sunday. I was fixing to say, and on closed their Sunday, but it's really <laughs> on Sunday they're closed. Happens to the best of so, us. So, uh, yeah, just don't just don't go there on Sunday, okay? <laughs> all right. Did you know, all right, the commercialization of Christmas right here, did you know Santa hasn't always worn his trademark red outfit? How about that? The, the attire we've come to love since childhood was originally green and white, and was altered as a part of a 1930s advertising campaign by Coca-Cola. Shocker. What color is Coca-Cola? Uh, I think they're uh, uh, pink with purple polka dots. <laughs> okay. So I don't know where they get this red and white from. <laughs> Me either. Yeah. But so, you know, com- commercialization of Christmas has been gone around for 100 years or better. So what else is new? But that's I, I didn't know that. That's cool. Originally green and white. How about that? All right. Did you know Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer, he was almost called Reginald. Oh. Since child. Yeah. Thank goodness. Since child. You know, that's like finding out somebody else was up for a part in one of your favorite movies. And you think to yourself, there's no way that movie would ever be as good with that particular person. Oh, I know it. And they'd taken that part. You know know what I mean? But since childhood, we've been accustomed with Rudolph and his red nose. However, the adorable reindeer 
was almost christened Reginald by an Illinois-based copywriter, Robert L. May, who decided to invent the oddball reindeer as a gimmick in 1939 for a range of Montgomery Ward coloring books. He considered calling Rudolph Reginald or Rollo before opting for the now famous name of Rudolph. Moreover, his nose wasn't going to be red. Get this. As a red nose was considered a sign of alcoholism. Wow. And and the publisher's Montgomery Ward didn't want the character to be presented as a drunkard. (laughs) In kids' coloring books. How about that? That's exactly right. Can't have a red nose. Now, if you had a red nose now and, and, you know, you're considered to be an alcoholic, you're being judgmental. That's right. How dare you? That's how protective they were back in the day. You can someone that way. That's exactly right. Did you know Jingle Bells was originally a Thanksgiving song? Wow. This kind of surprises me. At a Thanksgiving concert in the 19th century, Georgian-born organist James Lord Pierpont performed the one-horse open sleigh at his church's Thanksgiving concert. He wrote the song, and it was republished in 1857, with the more recognizable title, Jingle Bells. Plus, on December 16, 1965, the song became the first song broadcast from space when the Gemini 6 crew serenaded Mission Control after they reported seeing a red-suited astronaut. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So we can thank astronauts for the reason Jingle Bells became a Christmas song. Tell you what, if I'm out in space and I see a, a dude in a red suit floating around there, I'm probably messing my drawers up oh, a little yeah, bit. Oh, yeah, you just ruined Kinda that suit. about that. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> Dashing through the snow. <laughs> Dashing through your outfit, yes. <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Moving on, shall we? Yes. <laughs> Did you know at least 15,000 people were sent, are sent <laughs> to the emergency room over Christmas time every year? You're still thinking about soiling your astronaut suit. (laughs) 15,000 people go to the emergency room every Christmas. What in the world are they doing? Christmas is viewed as a wholly positive time of year, whereby optimism reigns supreme. However, at least 15,000 casualties are reported each year with precarious balance whilst hangling Christmas lights. And clumsiness when taking the turkey out of the oven, contributing to the thousands of Christmas calamities. Moreover, dried Christmas trees spark hundreds of fires, an average of 17 deaths and 13 million in property damage every year. Wow. It's deemed to be tis the season to be clumsy. Wow. Are yeah, you think about that. Me? People fall and take Christmas lights and then, you know, you, you set your house on fire because your turkey fryer, you, you put it in there frozen or something else stupid. Oh, you know, gosh. Just, okay. And then, the, then then your turkey's too big to take out of the oven. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Catches fire. <laughs> Using that smoke alarm is the, uh, you know, That's right. <laughs> yeah. Always keep a fire extinguisher close. That's for sure. <laughs> All right, and the last one. Did you know Alabama, the state of Alabama, not the university, not the Crimson Tide, but the entire state of Alabama, is America's sweet home of Christmas. That's right. Christmas is the most celebrated holiday in the United States, with millions of people unwrapping presents and celebrating the birth of Christ in each of the country's 50 states. However, the state of Alabama was the first state in the United States 
to officially recognize Christmas in 1836 prior to the spread of the festivities in years since. How about that? It's a southern holiday. Yeah. How about that? Surprised it didn't change Santa going from the North Pole from the South Pole. Yeah. 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 Maybe. Maybe so, somebody tried and just failed. You never probably know. Probably so. Never know. You never know is right. Appreciate that, T. That was a cool little Christmas edition there, man. That, that was okay. I muddled through it, but we got through it somehow. Silent <laughs> night. Holy night. All is guys for our last section we've got sports and the only reason we got this on here is because we were able to talk to the, our main man the former sadly former. former head coach at lewisburg high school football team dustin hectorn uh, guys if you didn't know he just accepted the position as the head football coach at horn lake high school and there was a dare i say some people not so happy about this decision. Now, I hear everybody at Horn Lake's real ecstatic about it. But um, the Lewisburg faithful, just like myself and several other people who have been talking back and forth, man, it was just a bummer to hear the news. But you know what? Um, I, w- I wish him well. I hope things go great. But you know what I figured? I called him up and I said, do you mind coming on the podcast to answer the infamous question of why? And you know what? He didn't blink an eye. He said, not a problem. Love to talk to the listeners and explain things. You know, he's a man of his word. He got nothing to hide. Nothing to hide. It wasn't a bad thing. It wasn't like I'm running away from something or anything like that. Um, He's got a great message. I can't wait for y'all to hear it. And uh, so, hey, let's go to Dustin now. Hey, guys and gals. I got my good friend, Coach Hectorn, with us. And uh, Coach... It's uh, some big news has happened the last couple of weeks here uh, in the Lewisburg area, mainly around you, you know, just no way to hide it. Um, but, you know, it was announced uh, via Twitter and Facebook and everything else that Lewisburg was getting a new football coach. People were like, huh, I thought we had one. And then come to find out, coach, you have been uh, you have accepted the position of being the new head football coach at Horn Lake High School. Uh, so, Coach, you know, there's only one question anybody in the Lewisburg Olive Branch area has, Coach, and they want to know why. Right. Yeah, it's uh, definitely a question that that I've been asked quite a bit. And um, well, let me let me know, stop you for before you get anywhere. First, let me start by saying this: congratulations on the job. You know what I mean? A lot of people are always concerned about what their needs are. But the bottom line is you are a coach. You have goals and aspirations. You are a person who sets your individual goals and team goals and everything else. But I think you do deserve this. Congratulations on the new position. Well, uh, I I appreciate that. That does mean a lot. And, um, you know, it's – but you're right. I mean, that's been a question that's been asked quite a bit. And, and, uh, you know, I'm glad to kind of have an opportunity maybe to kind of tell my story a little bit. But, um, you know, I – you know, I took this job three years ago and, um, I, I didn't have too many people tell me to take it. You know, I, I called around and asked a lot of people that I trusted and, Hey, what do you think about going and taking this job? And, and, uh, far more than I was told, yes, do it. I had a lot more people say, don't, you can't win there. It's impossible. It's career suicide kind of the list goes on and on. And, um, you know, I'm not really built like that to listen to those things. I'm, I'm more kind of a, I feel like I take those as challenges more than anything else. And yeah. I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but, uh, you know, it's just kind of how I, 
how I'm wired, I guess. So, um, obviously ended up taking the job and, you know, even when I got there, people were, Hey, you know, congratulations, but man, it's just gonna be tough. Just hang in there. And I'm sitting there thinking, we're not doing this to hang into anything. I feel like we can win, you know, and, and that was my goal going in. I wanted to prove that you could win at Lewisburg. I wanted to prove that, that, you know, that program's capable of being a playoff program every year. You know, and I, I wanted to change the culture. I wanted uh, kids to walk in there and be proud to play football there. You know, I wanted people to come to the games, not just because there's nothing else to do or to see the band, but, you know, to enjoy a great football game and a great atmosphere. <laughs> you know, so you, you fast forward now three years and you look at what we've done, and I kind of feel like we've accomplished those things. You know, I still think there's more to do. I've said it multiple times, and I believe it in my core, that I still think the best days of – uh, Lewisburg football are ahead. Um, but again, as far as what we went to do, you know, I think, I think we did that. And, um, you know, I think when you have that type of success, sometimes new challenges arise and, and people reach out to you that, you know, maybe you're not looking for, um, you know, I felt like I had a new challenge presented to me that was kind of hard to turn down. Um, not only from a, a, you know, a coach standpoint of a new program to try to turn around and, you know, a new community to try to uh, get going and things like that, but, you know, also uh, an advanced role in athletic administration where I get to spend a lot more time, you know, doing a lot of those things within the athletic department, not just, just football. So, um, you know, I think a, a new challenge for me, but at the same time, a chance to grow and, uh, you know, achieve dreams and, and things that I want to do personally. I am on career. Well, Coach, I think you said it best right there, man. Um, you know, uh, don't get wrong. I'm going to be straight with you. I got a lot of phone calls saying, Zach, say it ain't so. You know, why Why is Dustin leaving? Why Horn Lake? Why this? Why that? Da, 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 da. You know, and the answer I tell people every single time is, is, that, is that I felt like, you know, and you can contest to this, after the third or fourth game of this season, after how good I saw your team was doing, how you beat up on opponents and stuff like that, I, I told people, and like I told you, I said, he's going to get offers from somewhere. That, and one of them might be enticing enough to leave. And I said, and I've been telling you what, all season, have I not? And uh, that, that that's a very big possibility something was going to happen, and it did. You know, I mean, when you're a good coach and you do a fantastic job, and, I, and I'm going to be honest with you, a lot of people in Lewisburg might not like, might not like to hear this, but there's a level of expectation that you are expected um, based on what you see on the field, what the community expects, et cetera, and so on. And I think you broke that ceiling of what people expected. I knew people were going to think that you were you did a good job and you were going to be successful. But I don't think anyone suspected, honestly, really, really honestly expected you to go to be the best team in the county, to go the number two slot in the playoffs, host a playoff game, probably have more points, best defense, everything else you could imagine in Lewisburg history, all the way across the board, um, and not you know, not be in fear that somebody else sees that and goes, I want a guy like that at my school. You know what I mean? And so, and I, as much as I love DeSoto County, I work at DeSoto County, et cetera, so on. You know, bottom line is there's a lot of schools in our county and outside of our county that, uh, you know, is a is an opportunity for advancement in other ways that a lot of coaches like to look at and there's you're no different and i think it's um you know that's what i tell people i was like you know that's part of the business is you know if you're good at your job people want you 
And, uh, you know, I'm not trying to blow skirt, you know, your skirt up or anything like that. I'm just saying you did a fantastic job with a team that nobody thought would be very successful. And if that doesn't spell a resume builder, I don't know what is. And so, um, you know, I, it's one of those things in part of the business. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, it's, you know, again, it's, um, it, it was a tough decision, you know, just because I, I do love, you know, Lewisburg. I love the, all the branch community. I love all the, the players and the parents. And, you know, we've, we've worked real hard over the years. So we talk about it being a family and, you know, everybody says that, but, you know, the, the level that we've done that within our, our parents and our school and, and, and our kids every, all the way around. But, um, you know, and it, I know they can kind of look counter, uh, active or however you want to put that when you, when you say, you know, we're family, then you leave. But, um, again, I wouldn't have left two years ago. You know, I wouldn't have left at any other time because I didn't feel like that the program was ready. You know what I mean? I didn't feel like right. I could leave it and, and things still go the way that they need to. And, you know, we've got so many great people and, and, you know, the success we've had was because of our players. It was because of our coaches, our, our parents, our administration, you know, I mean, there's so many people that had their hand in this that, you know, I, just being honest, I don't know how many people around had ever seen a successful football program, you know, and, and I think now they have, they know what it feels like. They know what it looks like. And, and, um, and I have every, every belief in me that it's going to continue. They're going to do great things. And, uh, I'll always be proud of, of what was accomplished there and, and, uh, very fond of my, my time there and, and think very highly of every single person that I came in contact with, because, uh, again, it's a special place and, uh, not one that I wanted to run from, you know, like I said, had, had great opportunity kind of in front of me. And even still with that, it was kind of hard to turn down, uh, you know, the opportunity to come back just cause. Uh, how much I loved it. But uh, again, like you said, it's, it's part of the business and it's, uh, it, you hate, hate to, it's like a business because you're talking about family and kids and stuff like that. But, um, you know, that's, that's how careers go. And whether you're a football coach or a doctor, lawyer, uh, anything else, you know, you're, you're going to go where the challenges is and the challenges are and the, the new possibilities and things like that. And I, I think that's, uh, I don't think I did anything that anybody else wouldn't do. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. And, you know, and the big fear I have here, and that's what I like to tell my listeners and people who have asked me here, is that you know, don't be mad at a guy because he leaves. Be happy that he is trying to accomplish personal goals. It might be sad to see him go and you want him to stay, but as a school administrator, as a podcast, as a former coach myself, you know, you want somebody who's worked with you or above you or under you or anywhere to have aspirations to do more and look for more challenge to grow as an individual, grow as a coach. And if an opportunity presents itself, you should be one of the first people to say, you need to go do that. You need to go and build on yourself, build your resume, build your career, build your on your personal goals and go achieve greatness. You know, and uh, anybody who gets a sour taste in their mouth or, you know, has now suddenly changed their opinion of you, I feel sorry for him because, you know, before you knew this, you loved the guy. You know, you, you think he was the best coach. You, you loved your kids there. You love how the school field. I mean, when you went to Jamestown on Friday nights this year, you saw the largest crowds in history. You saw the best environments. You saw winning programs. You saw kids having fun. It's everything every parent and community member dreams of. And you had it. And a big part of that was because you're a head coach. Because your head coach leaves for a new opportunity doesn't mean, make him the enemy. 
doesn't make him the bad guy. And so, Dustin, I hope those people out there who have gotten, you know, a nose snarled up or changed their opinion of you, you know, maybe listen to this and, you know, have a, a rethinking, you know, uh, let, let those gut reactions, those, you know, jerk reactions go away and say, you know what, I love the guy. And I, I love what he did for their school. And, uh, and hope that, you know, hey, the foundation and the, the desire and the program that you've built will continue, as I think it will, like you say it will, under the new coach, Rusty Cagle. I mean, Rusty Cagle is a known winner. I mean, he was a football coach uh, and baseball coach, probably one of the best baseball coaches in the state of Mississippi in history. And, you know, when you're a winning coach, you, you find ways to win. Doesn't, most of the time, it doesn't really matter what the sport is, you know. You have that in you, and so I think he'll do a good job. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. Like I said, I, I think, uh, you know, again, I said it earlier and I'll continue to say it, you know, the best, the best years are ahead. And, uh, to have somebody like that who knows how to win, who, who, a forward thinker, you know, somebody that's going to push and, you know, and, and I think a guy in the same boat that's also looking for a new challenge, you know, and, and, and found it. And I think when you have that new challenge, it, it just, you know, like it's a different fire and you kind of re- rejuvenate some things and, um, you know, so I know how I feel and, and I'm, I'm sure he's feeling exact same way so um like i said man i'm 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 thrilled about the time that we had there i have absolutely no regrets um loved every second of it still care about the place and uh, you know i can't control how people feel or don't but i hope that you know like you said once kind of everything settles down i hope we can all look back and um you know see what we all we all accomplished together and how great of a time it was and great memories and and i hope more than anything, I hope that, you know, we're all better for it uh, in the long run. Because uh, if, it, you know, again, if it was all about winning a few games and, you know, we wasted our time. You know, if we, we got there and, and did some good things and, and made meaningful relationships and we're better now than we were, you know, three years ago as as people, as a program, football players, you name it, um, then then it was time well spent and we, we know we did the right thing. So, um, you know, like I said, I wish them all the best of luck. A uh, huge fan of that program. Obviously, a huge piece of my heart, and and a lot of blood, sweat, and tears in that thing. So, uh, always going to root for it, and and uh, you know, hope wish everyone there the best, and and uh, always be a fan from afar. I heard that. I heard that. Well, Coach from OB Pod, it's going to be sure sad not having you on as a regular guest on Friday football. But I'm uh, I feel like we're going to find a way to get you on the show to talk a little football. Uh, maybe get you as a guest analyst and give us some opinions from afar, as you just said, and get some things. But uh, we have cherished the time that you've had you on the show. Um, it just it enhances our friendship, and I can't thank you enough for that time. And you know, from Obi Pod and our listeners, man, we wish you uh, great success at Horn Lake, and look forward to seeing all that happen. And if we can ever do something for you, let us know. For sure. Hey, and listen, thank thank you for for everything that you've done and continue to do. Um, you know, building a program and changing a culture and all those things, it takes a lot more than just, uh, you know, what we do at football practice or in a game. You know, it's 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 every little thing, and, and uh, a huge part of that is promoting our program. Um, couldn't have done it any better way than, than to get in the chat with you guys and everything you've done for us. So uh, I appreciate it. Uh, would love to uh, come back and help anytime I can. And, and uh, like I said, thank you for everything you've done. And uh, you guys have a Merry Christmas as well. And, and uh, you know, anything we can ever do for you, let us know as well. You got it, brother. You and your family have a Merry Christmas too. Yes, sir. Thank you. Well, God bless him. I wish him nothing but the best there. And I hope people realize that when people change jobs, it's okay if you're disappointed that somebody's leaving. 
but always know that whatever the reason is, it's, it always has to be something about it that's going to be a better fit, not only for him, but his family as well. And you can't ever blame anybody for trying to do things to improve themselves. Right, I agree and with take, that. And take care of their family. And, and if you think otherwise, then you, you probably need to, you need to reevaluate your attitude you about some things. Right. Yeah, absolutely right. Because nobody should be angry that yeah. he's leaving. Nobody. No, nobody. That, that's ridiculous. Come on, guys. I mean, like, you don't think he, you, you can't think he left for the wrong reasons. You know what I mean? Right. The guy is a great football coach. He's a great individual. He's a great dad. He's a great husband. He, everything he's done is everything that everybody at Lewis Park has loved. I mean, yeah. you know, so because he's leaving should not give you a reason to be mad at him. And so, if anything, no, absolutely wish not. him well. You know, if you're one of those people who happen to have those negative thoughts and you want to reconsider it, reach out to him. He would really appreciate hearing it because, you know, he loves everybody over to Lewisburg. He really, really does. And, you know, and I don't want anybody to be have hard feelings because the bottom line is, is that, you know, that doesn't mean the door's closed at Lewisburg. He could come back, you know, and I got news for you. He's still going to come back to Lewisburg games. He's still going to be around. And are you going to snarl your nose or are you going to be happy to see him and shake his hand and remember the good times you had with him? Or are you only going to think about the negative that he's not there anymore? You know what right. I mean? Well, so. there, there, there's two pe- two reasons why people change jobs, okay? Either they're forced to, right, because they're not doing something right, or or they leave because there's something more in the job that they're going to than what they have now, and there's nothing wrong with that. No, that's part of the that's Nothing part of wrong with that at yeah. all. Yeah. I, I mean, and, and, and it's, you feel like something's going to be better for yourself and for your family, then you're not being fair to yourself or your family by turning down that opportunity. And, you know, hey, be, be you know, it, it, it's kind of like when, when college coaches leave. You know, the fan base, they're, they're upset about it as well, but you can't be mad at them. Heck, if, if, he, if he was not any good, you'd want him gone. Exactly. So, so be happy of the fact that the guy has done such an outstanding job where he was that there are other schools that want him to come there and apparently are, are being able to offer something different or something better for him and his family in order for him to go there. So all the power to it, man. Best of luck to you. Everybody at Lewisburg that's, that's upset about it, hey, you know, uh, support the man. He did a great job hope, when he was there with I you. I hope you enjoyed you know? the last few years, especially those yeah, last ones. Yeah, absolutely. Rolling, and you know? and if you wind up seeing, if you wind up playing Lewisburg, then hope you beat 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 him. That's okay. That's right. But when the game's over, go go shake his hand. Go tell him it's good to see you again. You know, just be human about it. That's right. That's right. Well, we wish him luck, and guys, we want to say we wish everybody who's listening that y'all have a very Merry Christmas. Absolutely. And an awesome New Year. We look forward to coming back. We'll be back on the Monday following after the New Year's. Okay. And, um, you know, we'll have some more good stuff on here. We're going to reconfigure the show a little bit. Hopefully have some more big news, maybe some expansion things going on. And I promise you, I've been saying it for a month now. We're going to get some basketball coaches on here. We're going to catch you up on how the basketball has been going. Uh, give you some details, talk about some of the players as we get into the heart of district before we go into a district tournament and lay out all those lines out for you when it comes to basketball. Uh, and we're also going to get mayor Adams on here, get, uh, Alderman, uh, Dale Dickerson to join us again and start picking up on how the business of the government's been working here in Olive Branch and get y'all all caught up and get things rolling again and looking forward to the new year of 2024. Uh, as always, we, we say thank you again. And, uh, we're gonna call Merry Christmas, yeah, Happy New Year absolutely. and all that jazz. Absolutely. So we'll call Enjoy it. your time with your family. Yeah. 
we're going to call it a wrap for this episode, guys. And so from OB Pod, uh, I'm Zach. I'm T. And we'll see you guys in 2024. It's the most wonderful time of the year. With the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the half happiest season of all. With those holiday greetings and gay happy meetings when friends come to call. It's the half happiest season of all.